Beast Wars, we're back for more. Beast Machines is next, it's true. What else were we gonna do? Break the host with Welcome to a very special War and Beast. It's the return of the Cybertronian News Network. I'm Greg. <laughs> I'm Jordan. <laughs> I'm Casey. And we got Casey back to help us with the news because we had a lot of news this week, as you'll probably have heard on our regular episodes. So we figured we'd bring Casey on to help us slog through all the news that is fit to be printed and talked about. So much news. I don't know. Slog is a movie, is a Bay vs. Dinobot. <laughs> so, yes. I'm not sure why they changed his name from Sludge to Slog in the movies. I mean, whatever. I think they just had to keep moving the SL words around, and they just kind of got confused and just did whatever it's they It's even more confusing because they stuck with Slug for one of them, so you have Slug and Slog. Well, I'm mm. surprised that they didn't stick with Slag. Oh no, that's because no, it's uh That's because it's, it's a it's a rude word. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so no, yeah, he's slugging every continuity now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, without further ado, Casey, it's all yours. All mine. All mine. Yes. <laughs> oh no, bad with power. <laughs> that didn't take long. Mm. So yeah, anyways, I was going to ask you in the news post, I asked you guys about how your holidays went, but, I mean, you talked about that in a previous episode. <laughs> we did. Yep, yep. Yeah. And and I did include your question when we uh, uh, when we did the episode normally, too. Oh, okay. Because so I, I think, yet. yeah, because I think uh, Kendall didn't, didn't get to say what he, he did for holidays, so we got to hear what he did. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I eagerly await to hear what Kendall did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was also, my comments on the episode are that apparently Rhinox's resolution this year is to be a shitty techno-fascist, and that Rattrap's resolution is to still be racist even during an apocalypse. Yeah, the whole Predacon joke. Hmm. Yeah. But, but <clears throat> it, it does seem that he has some moral fiber, because he was very hesitant about the brainwashing. That's true. Oh. Very true. Yeah, Rhinox, what the fuck? <laughs> Why you gotta be red-pilled by Megatron? You may never know. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> enough of my by now comments and jokeries about Beast Machine. Let's actually get to the news. Oh, yeah. Hooray. Got a Transformers Christmas tree with a lot of news gifts underneath it. <laughs> the and best the first kind of gift, gift is a gift for Greg. It's a It's a Christmas gift. I saw it. Yeah, with, and it's a segment within a segment I'm calling the Visionary Victual. Yep. <laughs> it's in which we will look at some more uh, Transformers and Visionary covers, which are even more relevant than usual this time. And they look pretty good. Let's say first we got the uh, Retailer Incentive cover for Issue 2 featuring Ironhide and a reimagined Virulina. 
I think I we mentioned I'm... the last time we talked about this, but I really do like the reimagined like battle outfits. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, look way less generic and boring. Yeah, yeah, they turned out a lot better than what you had in the TV show. I also yeah. like uh, what's her name's punk <laughs> kind of punk half shaved head look. Oh no, yeah, she looks cool. That. So then we have the uh, we have cover A for issue four, which is a uh, cover features Cybertron partially covered in green nature, with the visionary's lyric and Virulina behind it. Then in front, it's like a it's like a ring of junk around the whole planet. But in the very front, we see the scattered remains of Start Spark Stalker Breakdown, who is the one styled after his prime TV show incarnation, not the G. One version who also exists in IDW. And da, 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 Tankor! It's your boy Tankor. Like, I still find it odd that there's a Tankor in the IDW that's not exactly the same Tankor yeah. that's in Beast Machines. Well, he actually... I no, it's even, how it works. He may or may not also be Rhinox, actually. Oh, so, th- so they haven't actually revealed whether that his it's the same spark or is it just a different completely different tank or well, yeah it may or may not be the other thing is we've only seen rhinox and ancient cybertron oh. like right when the 13 all left and abandoned everybody oh and oh. then uh nova prime was like hey i'm gonna let's, let's unite everybody and uh yeah, sure aren't going to put a bunch of racism in this society. Yeah, we aren't going to oppress the Beast Transformers at all. Mm. They did. They totally did. <laughs> they oppressed a lot of Transformers. <laughs> so, yeah. Was, and then, obviously, we haven't seen him in modern times. And those, we've only seen Tankor. So there's a lot of speculation that, hey, maybe switched... Uh, Switched bodies and went to Septicon when time came around for war. Yeah. Which, honestly, understandable. It's actually a lot more reasonable to imagine that centuries of oppression might lead uh, Rhinox to do a a side switch there. He wants to be on the side that's against the 13? I could see that. Yeah. Well, not so the 13. The 13 left. It's the side against the the quote-unquote golden age Cybertronian government. We believe they're... Oh, so is, wait, is the golden age time trying to like emulate what they thought the 13 were like? Is it like one of those kind yeah, of cases? Listen, this, we're going to be here all night if I start talking <laughs> about IDW continuity. Yeah. Yeah, that, sorry. That's a very deep hole. It's, it's a very been, deep hole been, that is worth reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has been a long time since I've been up up to date on the comics, so I that's why I, I'm just like asking. You gotta get up to date. It's the good shit. I'll have to take a moment. Things. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually at a point where I am. I'm finally reading more. Like I was at a point where I didn't have time for reading. Now I do. So. Yay, reading. But yeah, anyway, Spark Stalker. I'm gonna just call him Prime Breakdown for ease of reference. And Tankor. They were all three uh, reoccurring characters, mainly in the recently completed. Recently finished Transformers till all are one ongoing. Nice. And Tankor was also known as Fat Tankor behind his back and Fast Tankor to his face <laughs> to differentiate him from his roommate and BFF Tall Tankor. And they got matching tattoos in one of the stories in the 2015 Transformers Holiday Special, which I shared a link at the 
tattoo getting in question. And it's adorable. Yeah. There's a lot of adorable scenes in that, that page you, you gave us. Yeah, it's very they're very good. Uh they got matching tattoos, tankors for life. <laughs> I'll just say uh, and also in that one we get uh we see breakdown going on a little road trip with his husband, knockout, confirming <laughs> The uh, very popular ship from Prime to be canon in IDW. Yep. And then we also see Mark Stalker proposing to his now wife, Lightbright. Uh, love. <laughs> I like how they brought in the, the roses and bells for that one. Yeah, yeah. it's very cute. <laughs> so speaking of Tell All Our One, our last cover is a retailer exclusive that features a reimagined version of the visionary Merklin. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Oh, thank you, say, I'm asking. I'm asking the experts on visionaries. <laughs> well, I have I have the writing right in front of me, so I so I'm just like saying, reading it out in my head too. <laughs> the visionary Merklin, who in the IEW universe is the true identity of obscure GI Joe character Garrison Krieger, aka General Blitz, who is the main villain of the recent First Strike crossover comic event. Wow, that's kind of interesting, though, that they did that. No, oh, yeah, it turns out his plan, I'm going to say, I digress for a second to explain. It turns out his secret evil plan this whole time was he was going to basically use his dark magics to resurrect his entire planet at the expense of Cybertron. But he got stopped, so only a tiny bit got resurrected, just like one city's worth, and now Transformers vs. Visionaries is happening. Yeah. yeah I, can, least... I can see why the Transformers would be a little bit mad that someone kind of messed with their planet. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Especially a guy who's like pretending to be a human on a different planet, and then he starts stoking some inte- the already very wary flames between humans and Transformers, who are not on easy uh, ground right now. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so we see uh, douchebag Merklin with another uh, reoccurring Tell All or One character, Waspinator. Admittedly, I really like this design for Waspinator. Oh, no, it's a yeah. fucking good design. Yeah. yeah. We see him doing, like, like a, like a real, uh, what's the, what's good? Like a real meditative pose. Yeah. Meditative Imitating the pose that Merklin is doing. And then has me wondering, is he going to be some kind of wizard now? Wasp wizard? A, a wizinator? <laughs> <laughs> And if so, will it blow up in his face like everything else does? <laughs> Hopefully not. I mean, it'd be cool if we had Watsmanator actually, you know, being successful for a change. But it'd be nice if he was not. I hope he's successful, but not at the expense of uh, his own kind, True. ideally. And I, I'm not sure if Wizardator is a really good title to have. No, yeah, it's what the wizard worked well for that one Spider-Man villain. Yeah, but I hear Wizenator and I keep thinking back to that first Bay movie when Bumblebee just started oh. leaking lubricant on Agents. Me personally, I was thinking of uh, back to uh, all the uh, drug testing in baseball <laughs> in the 2000s. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Well, don't do steroids. Let's be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and do all the other drugs, though. <laughs> Warren Beast is not condoning drug usage. <laughs> Just putting that disclaimer in there right now. Oh my god, they brought the wizard back for some of the new uh, Disney XD cartoon 
Oh, yeah, I remember that. It's hilarious. (laughs) I think he was in, like, wasn't he in, like, the pilot for Ultimate Spider-Man? Ultimate is, like, the new one, isn't it? No, Ultimate is the the one one that was before the, the, yeah. I don't think it's it was all very confusing because they shouldn't have called it ultimate. It's a bad, it's a bad brand comboing. They should call it penultimate. Uh, <laughs> oh no! If it was, it had to be in. It had to be like a season premiere of one of the later seasons because I did. Because I watched a lot of the Ultimate Spider-Man up until uh, they. Maybe I'm the, thinking of the Wizard. I don't know. They, all these names, <laughs> they all have the dumb wizard, names. Oh yeah, the Wizard was definitely in like some of the first few seasons of uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay, I was thinking of the wizard. Never mind. Because <laughs> he was there. He was there with Facepot Pete. Yeah, or, or the Trapster. Uh, it reminds me of a superhero squad show with Facepot Pete appearing, and then partway through, he tries to change his name to the Trapster, and I'm like, no way, Pete. <laughs> By the way, that's the picture of the wizard. Oh God! Oh, got really old. <laughs> got to oh, scroll he's down now. here. Oh, Lord, wizard, honey, don't do that. <laughs> yes, he's super fast, he runs all over the place, and he's in a bright yellow costume. I don't see what the problem is. And he has rip-off flash ears. <laughs> Let me guess, his costume comes out of that ring he's wearing to double rip off the flash? I really hope I, not. I honestly cannot recall, because I have not seen this episode. Me either, but hey, good Lord, old man. I wonder how his kidneys are doing. <laughs> I wonder if that super speed pays off in the middle of the night after having to wake up several times. Aww. Now I'm just thinking of that old Freakazoid episode where they had those like old superheroes talking in a in a New York deli. Don't recall oh. that one. He's like, oh, the green fog was bad, but the brown fog, brown fog was even the worst. Oh, one time I was fighting him and he snuck up on me and oh, what a smell. And I was choking and dying and oh, I thought I was a goner. And then Freakazoid's always like, well, well, how did you defeat him? Well, what else could I do? I lit a match, he blew up, end of story. <laughs> uh, God bless Freakazoid. Anyways, so did any of these covers and their Beast Wars slash... Beast Machines Connections, have you interested in checking this series out? Huh? I think so. The Lost Vineyard design, especially, is yeah. like, ooh, I want to see more of that. I'm yeah. really interested to see what take they have with Visionaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah, half-green like- Cybertron and the whole magic versus science themes definitely definitely evoke some Beast machine connotations. Yeah, that too. Yeah, with, uh, like, uh, Kendall has told us, told us about uh, comics... Uh, ology a lot of couple times like this. I might work to try and figure out how a way to basically get trades from them more often, so I can see some of the stuff like that, especially the IDW stuff, because I would really like to read some more of that. Yeah, so you got to read the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was actually originally I was going to just sleep on this stuff, but the fact that they got the they seem to be seems to be pretty tied into uh, Till All or One, which, you know, just ended, and that was kind of a bummer, but I'm going to say it seems like it's at least in some way like continuing a bit of that. Mm. So I think I'm going to add it to my pull list and see if it's any good. <laughs> Here's hoping. Here's hoping. I mean, hey, if nothing else, the art looks good. Yeah, That's true. I'm going to say now we'll be moving on from comic covers to... I'm going to say this is my gift for you, Jordan, because it's Yay. video games. Yay! Video game news. Let's 
Let's say got two new characters for Forge to fight. First up, we have everyone's favorite kid appeal character, who isn't a cheetah, G1 Bumblebee. Yay, Bumblebee. So you had Movie B, now we got Original B. He has a move almost like Chung Lee in that video that you provided. <laughs> Chung Lee, Bumblebee, you know, it's in the name. Hmm. Like that spinning kick. It's like, <laughs> with the splits, it's like very reminiscent of Chung Lee. What's that called with a scissor kick? Spinning bird kick? Yeah. Spinning bird kick, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't flip upside down, though. Very uh, too bad, B. Very close to it. <laughs> yeah, no, his design here is very G1-y, and I've seen some new sites comparing it to his evergreen design, but they don't actually look similar at all, and I don't get why people are saying that. Hmm. He doesn't have the car door wings or the weird, like, helmet nose thing or any of the other, like, stuff from yeah, that at all. I didn't notice that either. It's like he honestly kind of looks like if I was going to draw a comparison, I'd say he kind of looks a little bit like his Legends class toy from Titan's Return, but even that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. It's just very stylized G1 inspired design with some tweaks and details. I don't know why people are being like, oh, it's the evergreen design. It's not. <laughs> don't delude yourselves, you bastards. <laughs> Casey with some hot takes here. So what do you think of uh, of the original Generation B joining the fight, OGB? I kind of like it a bit better than the Bayverse version. So I'm hoping at some point I might have it. Because I haven't played Forged to Fight in a while, but now that we've got (laughs) him coming out. and The next one one we're going to be talking about. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm thinking about getting back into it a bit more because, yeah. Maybe one of these times, maybe now I'll actually like play it. I still haven't played it yet. <laughs> In my defense, I just got a new phone that can probably like actually play it at a decent speed, so I, I actually have reason yeah. to get into it now. I think they my recently, old phone, not so much. Like, I think I even remember them doing a recent patch where they tried to make it so it's a little bit easier to run on like older phone models. Like well, they now basically... I got a newer phone model. Well, so no, no. Funny. What I mean was like they they tried to make it so that even with like low like low storage or something or like that, that it was still able. Like basically, they optimized it so it's easier to run on. Well, that's good. Things. That's the problem. Was on my old phone, it was like I was constantly having to just delete shit just to get new shit on. So it was yeah, very much. Do I want to put in the effort to make room for this big app? <laughs> Hopefully, with optimizing it too. Uh-huh. Optimus optimizing. Um, um, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't eat into battery life as much as what it used to, because it ate a lot of battery life really fast. Yeah. yeah. It, Transformers eat batteries. It's like the favorite snack. Yeah. It's like that one uh, science video we saw where they said that the, that the one thing stopping from real life Transformers is the fact that we haven't really fixed battery problems. Yeah. Mm. Those bastards. Why don't we have real-life Transformers yet? Because batteries are a million-dollar corporational tie-in? I, I don't it's know. because of capitalism, as is the problem, the root problem of that's usually the Yeah, that's usually the answer to a lot of problems, so. <sighs> Anyways, aside from uh, old, old Bibarino here, we got the other new character, which, again, staying quite relevant, is... Optimus Primal. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big bottom self. The big ape. Top I actually, banana. They actually just recently uh added the spotlight mission that you know that introduces him and stuff. 
Yeah. And I was laughing because uh, at the very beginning, uh, Ratchet and, and Prime were talking. It's like, we've got another space bridge br- breach. And he's like, hmm, they're starting to become very regular, like almost every Earth month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. Who could have foreseen that coming? <laughs> we got a floats like a but floats like a gorilla stings like a bee, a bumblebee to be specific. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I like the design of this Optimus. It looks good. It's just very, very much just very similar to his basic, you know, TV show and original toy design. Oh, very much so. But except in this beast mode, he has the cannon sticking out of his back. <laughs> yeah, admittedly, that's kind of cool to me because no, it's it like a lot that. more imposing. Yeah, like that's one of the things I've noticed about the Forge to Fight is that they do kind of, with the beast, uh, with the Beast Wars characters, they do try to do like a more modern take of them. Like if you look at uh, Rhinox's beast form, it's not it's not as like uh, organic looking. Like the plates, yeah. Well, the plates are actually kind of interconnected. Like there's like grooves in it, so it looks like he's a. It it looks like I mean it looks definitely smoother than the cars characters or the planes or anything like that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they still look like some somewhat like a robot. So it's like I'm gonna say now, if only the like beast machine designs had gone this route instead of the route they went. <laughs> that would be kind of interesting. I wonder how that, that would have turned out. Hmm. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's probably pretty cool. You know, he's got this basic design just. With more little bits of like telling roboticness to them, like the hands and the, well, I mean, and the cannons and the uh, <laughs> the face has kind of it's kind of plated in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And saying so, you can also see the little seams where they would be on the toy, actually. Yeah. By like with the shoulder pads that you know flip up. Mm-hmm. I wish they had some more of the uh, uh, like splash pages, like they do for 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 the new bots than, than they do for like some of the original ones. Cause I would like to see uh, one for um, Rhinox and uh, like original P- Optimus prime and stuff like that. Like when the game started, like they were already built into it. So they didn't really do like these nice mm-hmm. little splash pages. Yeah, that's true. True. Truly, truly true. I'm also Man. glad because at this point, except for the, like, you know, whenever they added a new one, cause it takes some time. I'm, I've lucked out and gotten almost all the bots except Prowl. I still haven't gotten a Prowl. You still haven't gotten Prowl? Yeah. I never got a Prowl either. You should flip a table in his honor <laughs> in frustration. The only table I have right now is the one that my computer's sitting on, so that's not a good idea right now. Yeah. yeah. Work too well. Wait till later and then flip a table just like Prowl would. Uh, anyways, now we move on to Saturn news. Oh, no. Yeah, and Saturn game news. Transformers War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron, Rise of the Dark Spark, and Devastation, along with their respective DLC packs, are no longer available for purchase on Steam or PSN. That's quite a bit that they took off. Also, that Avatar Korra game that nobody liked, but that's unrelated to this. Yeah. I mean, it's unrelated to this in a Transformers sense. It's was part of the same wave of not the removalings though. <laughs> removalings. Yeah. Anyways, my guess is, is that Activision has lost the Transformers license, so yeah, it's the likely case for all these removals at once. And on an unrelated note, I guess would have also means 
that they would have lost the uh, Avatar license. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't. I won't speak to that one. <laughs> but yeah, well, I never played those first three. I mean, I heard the first two were good. Rise of the Dark Spark was bad. I heard, but yeah, what are you gonna I do? Didn't hear great things about that one either. But yeah, Devastation was fun. I wish that game had gotten a sequel because it was really good, if a bit short. That was the one hiccup I had heard with Devastation was that it was short. But other yeah. than than that, I heard a lot of people that really liked the way that they had that play out. Yeah. Anyways, fingers crossed. Hopefully this means Hasbro has plans for a new console Transformers game and has somebody else working on one now. I'd be curious as to mm-hmm. who they would get as a dev for it. Yeah, who knows? I mean... It's not even who has the dev, it's who's as a publisher and then who the publisher gets to develop, really. True. Yeah. Because Platinum developed uh, Devastation. Yeah. Working with Activision and Full Moon or what's Crescent Moon, Moonrise, Moon something studios was <laughs> war for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron until they got, like, eaten up or shut down or something. And who knows who did Rise of the Dark Spark? <laughs> Somebody who was emulating them, but not them. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the games are still currently available for purchase on Xbox Live, so get them all you can, because it's only a matter of time before they get taken off of there as well. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it's within the next week that they go off of Xbox as well. Yeah. No, I only have one of them. Wah, wah, wah. Which one do you have? Um, I think it's War for Cybertron. Well, you could always pick up a physical copy of uh, Devastation Cheap, I'm sure. Hmm. It's on my recommended list if you're a Transformers fan who wants to play a game. Hmm. You, get, you miss out on all the cool on all the cool costumes you get from the DLC. No. Which I mean, to be fair, I got that's the other funny thing is actually uh, they were also going to say actually a little story time here. I had intended to pre-order that game, but I ended up forgetting to go in and get it until the day it actually came out. So I thought, oh no, I'm missing out on the pre-order bonus. But then thankfully the clerk there was nice enough and he gave me an extra code sheet for the pre-order bonuses. Oh, that was nice. Aww. And the pre-order bonuses were later made available as DLC, but it was nice to not have to pay for them. Yes. There was the uh, costumes. I believe it was, uh, I believe it was, uh, it was Nemesis Prime for Optimus Prime. Oh, and it was good. Goldbug for slash Goldfire because, <laughs> you know, rights and names, trademarks, yeah. blah, 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 for Bumblebee. And it was, uh, oh, uh, it was, a I believe it was Red Alert for Sideswipe. Okay. Yeah. And they, you know, had different voice lines and stuff. And, I mean, in Sideswipe's case, a whole different voice actor. <laughs> yeah. Because it was Red Alert. Red Alert. Red alert. Ah, uh, red alert. He sure is paranoid. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a bummer, because Devastation is good, and I've heard War slash Fall are good. Yeah, both of those are really good. Um, I played a little bit of War. Uh, didn't really get a chance to go into Fall, but I did watch some of the videos of the cutscenes for Fall. Looked really, really good. Um, I think my son had played both of them. He had some positive things to say about them also. And I know they did a pretty cool third-party take on uh, that version of uh, Trypticon. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Oh, fun fact, actually, while we're on it, apparently the spaceship that Megatron's driving around in Prime is Triptychon's uh, transformedified corpse. Oh, yeah. I, I, for, I don't remember seeing anything about that. No, yep, that's his, his flagship is Triptychon after he gets murderified and was stuck in vehicle mode. Ooh. R.I.P. <laughs> At least you're somehow still alive in IDW. Yep. And you got that cool new G1-style Titan-class toy that can eat all the Titan Masters. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough waxing fond about an evil giant dinosaur man. Mm-hmm. It's not even a dinosaur man, it's just an evil giant dinosaur dinosaur. What can turn into a base. Yeah, or a space ship. Hmm. So what else do we have in news, Casey? Well, I'm move on to a different kind of game. Card games. Not on Card motorcycles. Games? Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> well, it hasn't been formally announced. Wizards of the Coast president and funny name haver Chris Cox... And that's not even spelled with an X. It's spelled the funny, funny way. Revealed in an interview with Rolling Stone at the company's working on a brand new Transformers trading card game for release in fall 2018. Yay! So here's an excerpt from the interview about the game. We think Transformers are cool and the game has interesting, unique mechanics, he said. All cards are two-sided, oversized, and feel bigger, weightier in your hand. Cox says the game has a relatively light learning curve, but a lot of depth. It should take one or two times to understand how to play, he says. The game, which has a unique rule set, is built around two decks. One of the decks is a hero deck, and the other is a powers and abilities deck used to amp up heroes. The strategy around play, he says, is to choose the right hero with the right abilities and powers. They're also considering making a digital version of the game once it launches, depending on how it is received. Transformers will be brand new to Wizards. I don't know what he actually sounds like, but I thought I'd give him a distinct voice to separate him from the interviewer. (laughs) I have played so many card games where they've used two decks Actually, the ones that do use two decks are usually a lot more fun for some weird reason. <laughs> well, like uh, Spycraft had the you had your uh, spies, and then there was the mission deck. But the thing was, the mission deck was for both people. Like, if you wanted to win, Ooh. both people had to basically like only one person could win a mission from the mission deck at a time. I mean, a couple were up at a time, but you could only one person could win it. So the idea was basically to win the mission before the other ones. So it made a neat like push and pull thing. Uh huh. That'd be kind of cool. There are any any TCG fans thinking about giving this a shot? If they make it a digital version, I might take a look at it. As like if as long as it's like you know relatively uh, cheap for 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 a digital game. Uh I don't know if I will go into it because I've been it. In, in in like invested in so many card games that I really just can't pay for them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm too much of a collector kind of thing. Uh-huh. Where like I will, where like I don't really want you know the best cards to make the best deck so much as I just at least want a copy of every card. Oh no! So, so yeah, 
That's, like, I like how you say that first one, like, oh, well, I'm not, like, one of those people who, like, needs the best cards. I just need every well, card. <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I mean. Like, I'm not trying to build, like, a deck. Like, I'm not one of those people who who play, who actually even plays the game to win. It's just for fun. Like, even mm-hmm. when I was playing, when I was playing seven the 7C card game, like, some of my fun, fun card, fun is, like, fun card things were just totally stupid. And I don't think I actually won so much as just we had crazy things like there's been a time when we played deadlands and that that's a trip by the way if you ever played the deadlands card game where it basically just evolved into uh uh some of the the uh because deadlands is like a cowboy shoot 'em up game in a weird supernatural slash weird train chain alternate you have a quick game. strike card Mm, there is probably a quick strike card i know there's there is mechanics for basically having a dead man's hand so no, I meant do they have a card for Quick Strike the Transformer? Oh no, no. Although Pete, uh, Pete well, Rutten, Putin, shooting Putin. Uh, but we basically had a point where uh, uh, Nicodemus Watley was was in the robot factory, turning out robots to go down to the Rounders Diamond so we could play a game of of baseball. Were any of those bots a sugar bot? No, <laughs> You're all metallic. Wah, wah, wah. We were all we were all having fun. We were all taking our turns. After what, you know, Watley decided to have his turn. Someone else would go in and make robots, and we had more fun. And everyone got to have a turn until Blackjack decided that no, I have to go ahead before everyone else and started out a shootout, and it blew up the place. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm same here. It's like I'm interested, and the card art looks cool. You know, it's got that cool art of Megatron and Optimus in their robot forms and their vehicle forms. Yeah. It was. I'm- Aren't those released like the those released recently with uh, Magic the Gathering stuff? No, no, no. That was there was a there was a special limited uh, oh, Grimlock yeah, one. A, remember? Yeah, there was that. That was just a special Magic the Gathering sort of card, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, okay. it was Grimlock, and it was double sided, so he could transform. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe they did that, and they were like, "Ooh, hey, we could we could get something out of that." <laughs> no, it's possible. Um, double-sided transforming. Hmm. For me, but yeah. No, uh, I'm very wary of the financial investment necessary <laughs> when getting involved in a trading yeah. card game. I don't have the uh, the funds to keep that up. Yeah, same so, here. I was thinking maybe instead we could just all agree to uh, covertly get Molly hooked on it and convert her into a Transformers fan through it. Might have a plan there. Transform her into one, if you will. No, oh, but if she hears if she hears this, she'll know our plan. That's implying that people listen to this show. <laughs> Let's womp, womp. be fair. There are probably a few. Oh, well, there's me, and there's you four. <laughs> I don't think Kendall listens to the show. I'm sure well, when he when he helps uh, like edit or record stuff, it's like for he's it. helped edit a few times. I mean, plus he watches the episodes multiple times. Who's to say he doesn't listen to the podcast multiple times? And does a secret second podcast where he comments on our, this podcast. Oh, God, that would be horrible. I, yeah, that'd be so weird. Yes, but which one of you would he headcanon as Asian? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully none of you. Anyways, that joke fell flat. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, next we'll be moving on. That has nothing to do with that. That was a bad transition. Edit that out. Uh, <laughs> anyways, let's jump I over to no toys. Oh, you monster. Kendall would edit it out. Do I look like Kendall? No. <laughs> Why is Kendall more reliable in just that single way, but it's such a crucial way? I don't know. Anyway. Let's take a look at a more reliable character than you, which is Optimus Primal, who is a, they got a new third-party take on them. Admittedly, Generation he is more toys. dependable than me. Yeah, or at least he was in Beast Wars. I don't know if he's dependable in Beast Machines. Mm, kind of hit and miss. Yeah. yeah, I think he's going through some stuff. Yeah, I'll say. Anyways, new third-party Optimus Primal from Generation Toys. It's the GT10 BWT Beast. It looks awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool-looking... It's an unusual, unique design, and it comes from this unofficial Dojin art book called Transformers T-Beast by uh, the uh, Kuramochi Zukan group, where it was like... A bunch of art for, I think it goes through the whole Zodiac for different with Transformers with like special beast modes. Oh, so that's why the other one was like a bull and a... Yeah. You know, a tiger, you know. Yes. Surely you've watched enough Jackie Chan adventures to remember your Chinese Zodiac. Oh, yeah, of course. And trigrams. Ah, trigrams. Admittedly, I get a very Gumpla vibe from the robot. Oh, yeah. This. oh no, yeah, I was I was thinking Zoids. Oh yeah, yeah Zoids could work too. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, it's, I like the design. I'm kind of eh on the head, but I like how the. But it's not bad. It's just weird. Yeah, the it's very square head, head yeah. but I like how it turns into the chest. Yeah, the head in. Beast mode is a little weird, but I yeah. Just to clarify, the beast mode head, yes. Yeah. The um, I really like the robot mode on this. Though. Oh, the robot mode's so good. Yeah, and it almost looks like he's wearing like bracers, sort of on his forearms. It, it's a really cool design. I like the way that they worked on it. Yeah, and he's got his cool double blade thing, like the toys. Yep. So it it just looks real fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, even with the head being kind of ant, it still is just so cool regardless. It's not that the head is bad, it's just weird because it's so square, but I mean, it like fits the aesthetic. It's, yeah. It yeah. looks like something from Zoids. Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you, yeah, if you saw the other, uh, other ones, you, you get, you get it exactly. So hopefully we'll have some links to the images. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they've also confirmed, uh, I believe they confirmed this actually at an earlier point, but it's worth commenting on now, now that they've shown off this one, that uh, they're also going to be doing toy versions of the Tiger, Rodimus, and Bull Sideswipe designs from that book as well, and those designs look super cool, too. Yeah. I like Rodimus as a weird tiger man. Rodimus, like, his beast mode is almost eerily similar to Liger. The head, the, the, the beast head's just different. Yeah, yeah it's, really. It's like a very similar body type to uh, yeah, the to various Liger. the various ligers and liger zeros and yeah. whatnot. But the the head is di- distinct and different. I like how the uh, I like how when it becomes the robot mode chest. I like how it, 
parts of the head like slide up to reveal more of the cockpit and the whiskers fold in. Yeah. <laughs> the the robot mode looks very Gundam-esque. Extremely yeah. Very, very Rodimus-y. I also like how apparently the Japanese name for Sideswipe is Lambor. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's his, his Japanese name is Lambor. <laughs> yeah. It kind of goes with just like, I guess, with the uh, the bull thing. I mean, Bumblebee's name is Bumble in Japanese. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> going to say, it's actually funny. If I was if I was going to choose somebody to be a bull, I would have gone with Cliffjumper. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Not that Sideswipe's a bad choice, it's just... I'm gonna say, actually, I suppose it's less of a bull. I guess it would technically be an ox. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I mean, hey, El Toro Fuerte had the ox talisman, even though he was bull-themed. It works. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he looks pretty fucking cool in both modes, too. Yeah. Uh, God, I want to see all of them right now. <laughs> and also own them, even though I will never own them because of price. Yeah. The one thing, yeah, no, it's I do. That's one thing I really do appreciate is when third parties don't just do, oh hey, we're gonna do a like masterpiece version of a character they haven't done a masterpiece version of. When they go like real different and do unique stuff that you wouldn't ever get from Hasbro just because it's just so out there and different. I still often think about that Optimus, that optimal Optimus design that that you sent us a while. Oh. Oh, that was so good looking, but it was so expensive. Uh, old Beast Gurira. Yeah. If only. But I'm still very tempted by that Megatron, but I'm more tempted by certain other things. Mm. Namely, a recent third party version of the uh, Transformers Cybertron version of Starscream. Ooh. Who was, who was, quote who was only a hundred bucks, which expensive, but not nearly as expensive as those other ones. Yeah. Actually, that reminds it, me. Um, it was a feasible level of expensive that I could one, I could at some point own that. Yeah. My wife was in Toys R Us a couple of weeks ago, right before Christmas, and they had a, I think it was the twentieth anniversary Beast Machines Optimus Primal. Oh, oh, was it that year the monkey one? I think so. With the uh, like the Primal Prime style colors. Yeah. And oh yeah, that thing. Yeah. How much were they charging for that? Uh, originally, I think it was... I think it was like a hundred-something dollars. Yeah, it was like a hundred and twenty dollars originally. And I had seen it when I was in there with her before, but, I mean, a hundred and twenty dollars, I couldn't afford that at that point. Oh, hell but, fucking no. It's no. not even a... It's not a good enough toy to no. justify that. But what had happened was the, the box had been damaged, I guess, so it was on their discount table for forty-five. And she had picked it up, and she had thought about buying it for me for my birthday, but then put it back to try and come back to get it later, and it was gone. Honestly, not the worst decision that yeah. she could have made. It's not a very good. I, I there was a cut. That's the thing is, it's funny. It showed up at Ross again this year around the winter times. Mm-hmm. You know where it gets hecka discounted. It's like thirty five bucks or something. And but even then, I'm like. Okay, you guys are doing Beast Machines now, which makes this just appropriate enough that I'm more tempted than I was last year when it came out, <laughs> but still not tempted enough to jump on it. I was gonna, I'm waiting to see if I come across one that's been at a Ross and has been like put down even further to clearance prices to like in the teens. If I come across it for that, then I'll get it, mainly because 
finished Beast Wars. We're back for more Beast Machines. Yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. What else are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is the only reason I'm even tempted to get that one because it's just not very good and not worth the ridiculous amount of money they were asking originally. Yeah, when I saw it that first time, I thought that that price tag was pretty That's, steep. It's fucking price. ludicrous. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to spend that kind of money on something, I'm going to get fucking, like, Trypticon or something. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's, like, a much better toy that you get more toy for it. Yeah. Anyways, enough ranting about how bad that Year of the Monkey Primal was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say they should... Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, That's all I have to say about that. Mm. Uh, Yeah, let's focus more on uh, potential upcoming good toys. Ba-da-da. You know, like, uh, well, where'd that page go? Uh oh. I lost the page. The Hasbro thing? What Hasbro thing? Or no, you were looking for the other thing. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) I don't know what thing you're talking about. You're being very vague, but it doesn't matter because I found what I was looking for. (laughs) I would like to say this is not official, but uh, reliable inside sources have uh, revealed some upcoming, like, listings for upcoming uh, Transformers lines. Uh, most notably uh, that uh, there will be at some point... In, I mean, this one isn't really much a surprise that, oh, hey, they're going to be doing another Titan-class toy at some point after uh, Predaking comes out. But, you know, hey, it's always nice to have that confirmed. Hmm. More importantly, we got more movie masterpiece news. I mean, we already knew about Barricade, but they also... is apparently they're all going to be a... Uh, Movie one, Ironhide coming out, okay. as well as a uh, a uh, the Bumblebee movie version of Bumblebee. Hmm. Which, so that means him as a his VW bug form. That'll be cool. Yay! So yeah, I'm pretty hype about that because that's fucking cool. Speaking of Bumblebee movie, Bumblebee, 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 <laughs> Bumblebee, Bumblebee. Let's move on to a little bit of. Movie news. Yay. Which in this case is that they uh, did a, not recent, I guess, when it was a little bit ago. But yeah, they they did officially wrap the movie a while back. And then just recently they, uh, dang it, I lost the, I lost the other tab. Oh no. Are you looking for the picture? (laughs) No, not the picture, the press release. Oh, okay. They put out a first official picture and press release for the Bumblebee movie. And I'll tell you more about that in just five seconds. <laughs> ah, there we go. Oh, Found it. Yeah, Paramount Pictures put out the official image, which is Bumblebee and uh, the uh, main character as played by actress Haley Steinfeld. I forget if she has a name or not. Like, I mean... A name in the movie that's been revealed. I mean, obviously she has a name. I just said. It. <laughs> yeah, the look, does look cool as the as the bug. Although, I know I'm. I, I'm I so keep, fucking glad he. I love that VW bug. I keep wanting to say it's Herbie too. Herbie goes no. bananas too. Electric Boogaloo. He is a bit of a love bug in this one. Yeah, because it's all about the relationship between him and and Haley Steinfeld and how they found each other. On the run in the year 1987, Bumblebee finds refuge in a junkyard in a small Californian beach town. Charlie, played by Haley Steinfeld, on the cusp of turning 18, 
and trying to find her place in the world, discovers Bumblebee, battle-scarred and broken. When Charlie revives him, she quickly learns this is no ordinary yellow VW bug. Dun-dun-dun! Yeah. We released nationwide in theaters December 21st, 2018. So, yeah. That Bumblebee sure is a Bumblebee. Awesome. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. I like the look of the of his vehicle mode. And yeah, glad nice. to see that movie is moving along and still does not remind me too much of the other movies. Yeah. <laughs> Please continue to be as different as possible. I kind of hoping that it feels a bit better. I've also heard some people describing it as a full-on reboot, but that might just be buzzword usage incorrect. Maybe a soft reboot? Yeah, it might be a soft reboot or not. I believe it was John Cena who described it as a reboot. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they maybe, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the reason for the date shift or something was maybe they decided to, in fact, tweak the script a bit and, and make it a full-on reboot. Uh, could be. I wouldn't be surprised just on the, because, I mean, they finally had one of those movies not do as well as normal. Maybe they were like, uh-oh, let's, uh, let's maybe jump on the reboot train. But who knows? It's hard to say. Yeah. Point is, just please keep this... Don't let Michael Bay direct anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's hoping. Here's fingers, hoping. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Toes crossed. Eyes <laughs> crossed. Oh, wait. No, no. That's a bad idea. If we keep that for too long, it'll get stuck that way. Oh no! Oh, thinking of things that'll make your eyes cross. We just have one last, one very last, very important item. Oh, yeah. see, last year or the year before last year now because this took longer. <laughs> Beast Wars Megatron voice actor David K put out a holiday video where he, as Megatron, sang "Blue Christmas" about Optimus Primal, and there will be a link. In, there will be links to all of these videos included, of course. <laughs> It was a very good video. It was. He has pipes on him. And not pipes the Transformer. <laughs> Anyways, so then this year, which is actually last year, Optimus Primal voice actor Derry Chalk did a holiday video responding to the previous year's song where Optimus sang a version of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch about Megatron. It was also very good. And then a few days later... Mr. K responded, this time also slipping in references to their voicings of the Unicron trilogy versions of Optimus Prime and Megatron, as well as a reference to he himself voicing Optimus Prime in Transformers Animated, and another follow-up video where he's saying, where are you, Optimus? Yes. It was also also very good. I don't really have anything to add other than that these two are a blessing and that I love them. Oh, they're great. <laughs> uh, the best kind of voice actors. Yeah. The kind who do know how to please the fans. Oh, and that and that's the thing too. Like they're they're fully I don't want to say immersed. They're fully accepting of the fact that they're inextricably tied now into this genre. And yeah. rather than sort of begrudgingly accepting it or anything along those lines, they like wholeheartedly like embrace it. Exactly. They they just I mean they both voiced 
the characters for so long. Yeah. I mean, let's see here. Let's they voiced uh, Primal and Megatron in Beast Wars and Beast Machines. And they voiced Prime and Megatron in Armada, Energon, and uh, Cybertron. Yes. And then and the aforementioned Mr. K voiced Optimus in Animated. Mm-hmm. Only recently have they gone back to the uh, Peter Cullenwell. Yeah, because he's in the... Um... The movies. Yes. Which, I mean, hey, I'm not hating on Peter Cullen. He's no. He's a good VA, too. And he also, you know, he goes to the cons, does the fun stuff. Yeah. And Peter Cullen, if I remember correctly, I think he's done the Titan. He came back for Titan's Return. Uh, Yeah, he came back for Titan's Return. He was not the one for uh, uh, for Combiner, uh, Wars. Combiner Wars, but he was the one for Titan's Return. Don't, yeah. I guess they weren't happy with the guy who they got for Combiner Wars. Yeah, he, I mean, he he did a decent job, but he just did not care. I mean, to be fair, that whole series was a fucking train wreck. Yeah, yeah. I have not, I have no clue if if Titans Return is any better or not. Um, I've watched some episodes of it. It's not too bad, Um, but the episodes are like a little over ten minutes each. I heard it's one of those ones where it's better to watch as a whole... Yeah, probably be something better to to sort of binge watch rather uh-huh. than, than episodically. Right. I also discovered Overlords in it, which is always cool. Yes. You love Overlord. Does he have an accent in it? I unfortunately I hadn't seen that episode yet. I had heard okay. that he was in it, but I hadn't heard I hadn't. I heard he had an accent, but I don't know if that was somebody joking or not. Mm, not sure. They give him a silly accent. I'm judging them. <laughs> Uh, Overlord, with his big lips and his even bigger thirst for bloodshed. Mm-hmm. So was that all the news that we had this week, Casey? Yes, sadly, our time has come to an end. Oh no! One more round, friend of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, because we'll we'll always be looking for more news. Well, good. I'm like. Unlike viewings of the Star Wars Holiday Special, which you will not be looking for more of. No. <laughs> I'll be quite honest, no. <laughs> At least not with my by myself. That's just that has that has to be a shared thing yeah. from now on. Yeah. Hey. Hey, I'd watch it with you. I haven't seen it ever yet. I think as far as we can are concerned that the cartoon is probably the only thing that's that anyone should at least try and find for sure to see. Yeah. I agree. The cartoon in it was good. Other things, I really it really depends on your taste. Like taste for VR masturbation chairs. <laughs> and taste for listening to Wookiees for an extremely long period of time. Yeah, with no subtitling. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Casey, do you have anything you would like to plug this week? Uh, I'd like to plug Roger Rabbit, the sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Wait, Wait th- what? There is a sequel? It's a book sequel to the oh, original book okay. called oh. Who Plugged Roger Rabbit, and I believe he oh. dies in that one. Really? Oh, wow. I don't remember. Maybe he doesn't. Because <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of hard to, even in that, in that, even in like the, the so, you know, so-called world view of that place, it was actually quite hard to actually kill a tune. Yeah, hey, I just got to get. The only way was to dip them, wasn't it? I was going to say, yeah. just got to get the dip. Maybe it was like maybe they got him with a dip bullet. Dip bullet. <laughs> Man, Christopher Lloyd was such a great villain in that it, he in was. that movie. He was. 
He's creepy as anything. Hey, maybe it was a really funny way for him to die, so it worked. Yeah. Like he slipped on a banana peel and fell on a whoopee cushion into like a bed of spikes or something. Oh, actually, yeah. Now that I now I'm thinking about it, the weasels died, and they yeah, but they turned into cartoon there. ghosts. Yeah, yeah so. they didn't die the same way the dip does it. Yeah. So abstentiously, if they could get the ghost back into their body, they'd be okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were up in cartoon heaven though. Wait, does that mean that the tunes can normal die and they would go to heaven or hell, but if they get dip died, they like their souls are destroyed? I think so. I think they're just completely obliterated. And that poor shoe. I was just about that to say that makes me really had really sad for that shoe. Yeah. Yeah, it got the was from existence. Yeah. It really that was like one of those things that just like really messed me up as a kid, like, oh my god. Me too. Like, it's a good movie and all, but God, that scene. Yeah. That reminds me, in the holiday special, in the cantina scene, did they have the, yeah. did they have the, uh, I know that you said they used some of the same costumes, right? Yeah, they yeah. used some of the same costumes. Did they have the cute Batgirl in it? I think they had the rat thing, but I don't know if they had the Batgirl. Yeah, I can't recall seeing the Batgirl. You know, though, with the bat nose and. I yeah. think there was a character with a bat nose in there, but I don't know which one. Uh. She's great. I love her. She's just a, a little tiny bat who wants to drink the alcohol. And she's best pals with that weird furry dude with the proboscis mouth. <laughs> See, now all I'm remembering is a robot chicken thing where they actually recreated that whole scene and there's just that little toy bat thing go- going me, 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 me as it gets handed to alcohol. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Oh, my. God bless her. Yep. There you go, folks. A special Cybertronian News Network <laughs> news episode for your listening pleasure to coincide with this week's app. With All plenty of tangents. Oh, yeah. So, you, you can thank them not informing me that they were recording on that that episode for the uh, Christmas, uh, and Christmas that we have this instead of just two normal-sized news posts. <laughs> Surprise! Oh, hey, I always yeah. enjoy recording with my pals here at the Warren Beast podcast. Oh yeah. Ah. So yeah. So for Warren Beast, once again, I have been Greg. I've been Jordan. I've been Casey. Let's roll. Some snarky thing Kendall would say. <laughs> <laughs>